Since we were brought into this world, we were told to make the most of it. From morning till night, make every single second count. Moreover, most times, we aren't even aware of its existence, as it unwittingly whizzes by. Still, the watch on your wrist tirelessly ticks away as you go about your day. The time has come. We'll take a look at time on this week's episode of FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. Hello, 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 and welcome to another exciting edition of FYI. I hope you guys are enjoying our wide range of topics. And remember, we are always looking for suggestions. Some of my best episodes have been suggestions from you guys, my listeners, my patrons. Thank you. Thank you for making this more than just a podcast. We have created a community together. And as you know, a good teacher really cares. Le importa. Yeah, what kind of teacher doesn't care about their students? So I've got to say that right now, right off the bat, I care about each and every one of you. And I'm not just talking about your English progress, because there's a moment when you go beyond teacher-student and you become friends. So thank you for joining me, friends. It's a pleasure to have you here. Today, we're going to talk about time. That's right. We're going to talk about Tomillo. <laughs> okay, not that one. But hey, we started off with a homophone. Time is evidentemente la hora. Tiempo, no? But also time, T-H-Y-M-E, is something we use when we cook. A spice. <laughs> Okay, but hey, if it helps you remember that those two words are pronounced exactly the same, then job done. Well, let's take a look at our intro. As always, I like to put tons of vocabulary in there for you to discover. I started off by saying, since we were brought into this world. Vamos, lo mismo que desde que nacemos. Since we were born, we were told to make the most of it. Nos decían que lo aprovecháramos al máximo. We use this structure a lot. Are you making the most of these podcasts? I hope you are. Then I said, from morning till night. You can say until or till. We make every single second count. Que cuenten los segundos, right? I'm sure you've heard people tell you that before. Make it count. Make the seconds. Make the minutes. Make the months. Count. Se dice igual. Then I said, moreover. I like this word because when I say it, I feel like I'm speaking fancy English. And moreover is another way of saying additionally. Furthermore, in Spanish you say además o encima. And then I said most times we aren't even aware. So aware is a good word to know. Consciente of its 
existence as it unwittingly whizzes by. And unwittingly means that it doesn't do it on purpose. Time doesn't have an ulterior motive or an intention. So it's like inconscientemente or sin querer. It unwittingly whizzes by. And another way to say to fly, because we say time flies, like you guys say, time flies when you're having fun. Well, another way to say fly is to whiz by. Se pasa volando. And if you think about that word, whiz, no, es onomatopoeico. It whizzes by. Then I said, still, the watch on your wrist. Toma trabalenguas. The watch es tu reloj. On your wrist es tu muñeca. Tirelessly ticks away. And tirelessly es sin que se canse. It ticks away. Cuando ponemos este away después es que sin parar, siguiendo. It ticks away as you go about your day. Mientras tú haces las cosas de tu día. And then I used an expression, the time has come. You can't say that expression without exaggerating a little bit. The time has come. Ha llegado el momento. And then you heard an alarm go off. We're always setting alarms. To set is poner una alarma. We don't say to put an alarm. We say to set. And then the alarm goes off. Y lo sé. Suena como apagar, pero no. Es sonar. También es estallar. ¿Y cómo sabemos la diferencia? How do we know the difference? Context is everything. If they're talking about a bomb, then they're talking about estallar. If they're talking about your alarm clock, then they're talking about sonar. And that expression reminds me of a song. The time has come to say fair's fair, to pay the rent, to pay our share. Hey, it's all in the music. So, are you guys ready to take a look at time? Well, as I always like to do, I like to define things at the beginning of the show. So, let's define time. I just punched into Google, define time. Time, and this is what I got. Time is the continued sequence of existence and events that occurs in an apparently irreversible succession from the past, through the present, and into the future. Now, I'm just giving you the tip of the iceberg because some people say you can't really define time. That Time is a human creation, something that we came up with. We found a way to count time, but really, time is a concept. It's an idea, and it's relative. And speaking of relativity, we're going to talk a little bit about Albert Einstein in this episode. So, for example, Einstein said, this is according to Einstein, and we're going to look at many, many things today. I, I didn't realize he was so connected to the concept of time. But time passes faster at your head level than at your feet. So let's say you're standing up, obviously. You're standing up. Time is passing by faster at your head than at your feet. Now, why? Well, Einstein's theory of relativity dictates the closer you are to the center of the earth, the core, as we say, the slower time goes. And okay, when we're talking about a human being, there's not a lot of difference. But think about Mount Everest. Aha! Well, that's right. A year on Mount Everest 
is about 15 microseconds shorter than a year at sea level. So even the word year is not like a universal thing. And we'll see throughout history, they've counted time in different ways. We've used different calendars. And most of all, we've used the planets and the stars to tell us when the different seasons started and to tell us when night started. It was our clock, right? We'll talk a little bit about that, sundials and all of that as well. And if you think about it like that, there's no such thing as now, okay? Yeah, no existe el ahora. Why? Porque el momento que lo dije ya pasó. So it's the past. So what is the now? You know, space and time are a fluid thing as far as physics are concerned. And they're affected by your gravity and your speed. So let me use Einstein's words. He really had a way with words. Tuvo el don de la palabra. And by the way, there's an episode on Albert Einstein, if you haven't heard it. He said, for us physicists, the distinction between past, present, and future is only an illusion however persistent. So what is time? <laughs> depends on you. It depends on your speed, your gravity. It depends on where you live in the world and your culture. And just think about it in your everyday life. Time doesn't always move at the same speed, or at least it doesn't feel that way. Time seems to be going really fast when you're having fun, right? Or you're really busy. You've got deadlines, uh, fechas limites. You've got a lot of things to do. Time flies. But when you're bored for some reason, well, time seems like it's just dragging on. And it's true. When you're busy, whether it's mentally or physically or both, well, your brain is stimulated. And what happens is you're less bored, obviously, and you pay less attention to how time passes when you're having fun, right? You're not looking at your watch. Think of it like that. So time disappears for you, kind of. But when you're waiting to go to the dentist, you are looking at that watch like, oh man, 10 more minutes and I have to go. And it just drags by. So even for the individual, time is relative. So let's talk a little bit about the sundial. This is that clock that uses the sun and shadows to tell you what time it is. And this has been used since for thousands of years. Now, it's interesting though, I never thought about this. I want you to stop and think about this for a second. In the Northern Hemisphere, the sun casts a shadow that moves from north to east to south to west. In the southern hemisphere, the shadow moves in the opposite direction. And be careful with the pronunciation. It's not opposite, it's opposite. It moves in the opposite direction. So our concept of clockwise and counterclockwise is based on where we live especially if you're using the sun as a point of reference. But I thought it was fascinating how they always looked to the sky for the answers, the sun, the planets, the stars. And it just reminds us that nature really has 
all the answers. So when did we start keeping track of time? And this is a really good one to know, to keep track of. We keep track of our expenses, nuestros gastos. We keep track of time. Some people keep track of their calories. So if you don't get any vocabulary from this episode, get that one because we use it a lot, especially with time. There's evidence that there are artifacts from the Paleolithic era that suggest that the moon was used to tell time. And do you know how long ago that was? That was 6,000 years ago, way before your Apple Watch or your Swatch or your Rolex. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in a moment, the different parts of a watch. We're going to talk about telling time as well, time zones. And in the bonus episode, we're going to talk about fun facts. What do railroads have to do with universal time? Why are clocks, when they're being sold, why? Why are they set to 1010? We'll also look at some movies and songs that deal with time just to get ourselves in that world. And of course, we're going to look at some sayings, expresiones, because we have so many sayings that have to do with time. But we're going to do that in the bonus episode. Now, remember, if you want access to a bonus episode every week and PDF documents with all the vocabulary, so everything I've said already is written down and you can have access to that every week. There are over 400 words and expressions and structures. And if you're in our higher levels, well, then you can join me for a weekly review class and a monthly master class. Plus, you can win prizes. And really, the most important thing is being a part of a really awesome community. So I want to send a shout out to all my patrons, especially my super duper students, Javier, Roberto, David, Jose Maria, Mila, Alex, Patricio, and Edgar. And don't forget about my interstellar students, Isa, Paco, Diego, and Carmen. Keep up the great work. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Alberto, you're announcing them like they're athletes. Well, to me, they are athletes. They are superstar athletes. So if you want to find out more about our curious community, go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and find out more. Okay, let's get back to what we came to talk about because time is of the essence. <laughs> See, I just slipped another one in there. Te metí otra expresión. Time is of the essence means that time is really important. We don't have a lot of it left. Y este left es que nos queda. So we have 20 minutes left. Another thing that we use often with time. No, Cuando quedan 20 minutos, 20 minutes left, two seconds left. And we use that structure all the time. So if you're not using it, time is of the essence. Pues no queda mucho tiempo. Hay que aplicarlo ya. So as we said, lunar calendars appeared over 6,000 years ago, maybe even before that. They're going to keep digging, excavando, but you know, they're always finding artifacts. But that is incredible. Now, 
the ones that first appeared, they had 13 lunar months, and they had anywhere between 354 days to 384 days. So again, it depended on where you lived, it depended on the calendar, and also at which angle you saw the moon and the sun. Really, it's fascinating when you think of time as that. The reason I say is, you know, I can imagine my grandfather, Gustavo, he didn't have an expensive watch. He was a farmer, but I guarantee he could tell you if it was going to rain. He could tell you what season it was. He could tell you what time the sun was going to go down, and he didn't have a fancy watch. So I feel like back in the day, our ancestors, they really looked to nature for the answers. And now, well, we look to Apple, Rolex, as I said before. Let's take a look at some of the different parts of a watch. You've got the hands. The hands are the ones that tell time, the ones that spin around clockwise. As we said before, there's clockwise and counterclockwise. You've got the minute hand. You've got the hour hand, which is the smaller one. And then you sometimes, it depends on the watch, you have a second hand. Y eso es para los segundos. Then you've got the strap. The strap is bueno, the part that connects it to your wrist. You've got the face. The face of the watch is the part you read. The crown, of this is the part that you wind. Darle cuerda. That's called the crown. La corona. I don't know what you call it in Spanish. ¿Lo llamáis? La corona. Well, that's the thing you use to set the time and the date. And then, obviously, there are a lot of pieces inside. In fact, it reminds me of the idiomatic expression that something works like clockwork. And if something works like clockwork, it means funciona a la perfección, como maquinaria. And if you think about a watch, there are a lot of different things, a lot of moving pieces in there. So like clockwork also reminds me of the movie, A Clockwork Orange. I think you say La, la Mecánica Naranja, is that it? And we don't only have wrist watches. Obviously, there are stopwatches as well. And what is a stopwatch? Well, this is one you'll see in sports often. A stopwatch, you say chronometro. It makes sense, doesn't it? Es un reloj que para. And how would we say cronometrear? No sé decirlo en español. <laughs> to time somebody. So you would say time me. All right. And what you would use to time somebody would be a stopwatch. Now, a stopwatch is a little bit different than a timer. A timer is something you use a lot of times when you're cooking and you're making some pasta and you put it in to boil and it says boil for seven minutes and you set your timer. So we're seeing that word set a lot when it comes to watches to set the time, to set the date to set an alarm. Another one is a countdown. I love those. With the upcoming trip to the United States, I've been counting the minutes, the seconds. Sure, with the Apple countdown, you can take a look at it in seconds. You can take a look at it in minutes. And believe me, it changes your perspective. How many minutes are there in a year? Do you know? Let's see if you guys know, roughly. How many minutes are there in a year? 
525,600 minutes. 525,600 minutes. Sorry, I had to sing it. Es de una canción. It's from the musical Rent. But when you think about your life in terms of hours, minutes, and it's pretty crazy. <laughs> it gives you a totally different perspective. So we've got watches everywhere, not just the ones on our wrists or the ones we carry in our pocket if we're coaches, but also clocks on the walls, right? Not just in train stations, but at our homes. There are clocks on the wall. I love grandfather clocks. Oh, those are beautiful. Those are really nice. And they have these, these bells that chime. Ding dong, ding dong. Kind of like a mini clock tower. I always considered grandfather clocks like mini clock towers. <laughs> hey, you got to have a, an imagination, right? Let's talk a little bit about telling time now. Now, how do you ask somebody, ¿Qué hora es? What time is it? Good. You know what? I want to be a little more polite. Así que quiero practicar la indirecta. So how would you say, ¿Me podría decir qué hora es? Could you tell me what time it is? Oh, ¿qué ha pasado ahí? What happened? That's an indirect question. Because I personally would never go up to somebody and say, What time is it? Okay, maybe somebody in my family, but on the street, I would say, Excuse me, sir. Do you know what time it is? Could you tell me what time it is? So practice that question in the indirect format, especially if you want to be polite. And speaking of polite, our British friends, they love to say half past. It's half past eight. Son las ocho y media. Americans, okay, you'll, you'll hear some people do it, but really, we're very logical when it comes to time. It's 8.30. Y ocho y treinta y tres, it's 8.33. ¿Ves? Eso es donde el half past ya no vale. So we're very practical. If you want to be practical, you can say it's 8.15. Or if you'd like to be British, you can say it's quarter past eight. Or you can say quarter two es cuando es cuarenta y cinco. So quarter to seven or as Americans prefer, 6.45. As I said, it just makes it easier when it's not a round number. You know, when it's like 38. What do you say? 12 to 7? You know, you got to calculate it in your head. It's a lot easier to just say 4.38 p.m. And remember, p.m. starts at 12. Por eso flipé cuando me dijeron a las dos de la tarde. Buenos días. I'm like, what time did this guy wake up? Sure, for you, it's after you eat. But remember, we eat sooner. Y literalmente noon es mediodía. So it's afternoon. So ponemos p.m. a partir de las 12. 11.59 a.m.? And the morning is over. You can start saying good afternoon. Another way of telling time, which we mentioned briefly earlier, was months, right? We said calendars because the seconds become minutes, the minutes become hours, the hours become days, the days become weeks, the weeks become months, the months become years, the years become decades, the decades become centuries. ¿Y sigo? Okay. <laughs> I think you get the picture. P.S. La idea. You get the picture. Well, there's a couple things. First, let's just go through the months to make sure you're pronouncing them correctly. And here's a little note. When they're written, they are capitalized. Okay, so you have to capitalize days of the week and months in English. Let's practice them all. If you know them, it's pretty basic. Just make sure you're pronouncing them correctly. Let's start with Monday, 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Es básico, pero por eso quieres pronunciarlo bien. You don't know how many times the student said Thursday, Thursday, and I'm like, wait a second, are you saying Tuesday or Thursday? Okay, so be careful. You're thinking it's basic, but if I'm bringing it up, trust me, it's for a reason. The other one, months of the year. Let's start at the beginning. January. Esta es la más difícil. January, February. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. I think the hardest ones were the first ones there. January and February. But remember, when writing the day of the week or the month in American English and British English, I should say, in English, it's capitalized. And just be careful because this would be a mistake you could make on a cover letter in una carta de presentación. And we'll wrap up the first part talking about time zones. I always find that fascinating, that you can get in a plane and travel in time. Oh, and that's another thing we're going to look at in the bonus episode. We're going to look at time travel. Is it possible? Well, we'll talk to our friend Einstein and see what he says about it. But I always thought it was fascinating that you could literally fly from one time zone to another. You're going backwards in time. This happens when you travel from Europe to the United States. It's pretty mind-blowing, and I've crossed the pond a million times to cross the pond. Uh, una forma de cruzar el charco. So a big country like Canada, United States, we have multiple time zones. Now, here's a, a trivia question. How many time zones do you think China has? One. <laughs> well, you know what? They said, let's not mix things up here. Everybody's on the same time zone. It's called Beijing Standard Time. And this way, we're all on the same page. But that's pretty crazy because at some parts, that's right, in some cities of China, the sun doesn't rise until nearly 10 a.m. So that's the only problem with, you know, saying, okay, let's standardize it. Well, some people might be waking up in the dark and going to sleep when it's still light out. You could really throw off people's circadian rhythms. I mean, that's where jet lag comes from. It's not just that you're tired from traveling, but your body doesn't know if it's day, night, afternoon. So it's, a, it's almost like an experiment of sorts. But folks, as I said, time flies when you're having fun. El tiempo vuela cuando lo estás pasando bien. And I hope you are having fun. But we have run out of time in the first part of today's FYI.